What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at the pool home of the Braunster himself. Second podcast today. Second podcast of the day. Right, we're bringing it to y'all. That's why we haven't changed clothes. We're no, we're not dirty. We're just efficient. Smoking cigars. That's right. And um, we're just going to, I mean, we don't have, you know, a, a plethora of questions. We do have a good amount of uh, some that were left over from the last one that we didn't get uh, in there. So we're just going to start speed rounding through here for you guys. So the first one says, Lord Braun, may your muscles be full and your sword mighty. My question is, what would someone have to do to pursue a career with the Blackstone family? Doing anything, call center, call center, muscle boy, sales, whatever. Thank you for your time, Kyle. Your, your best way to get in the door with Blackstone Labs is joining the Legion, which you can go right on the website and do. Also, let's talk about that for a minute. The Legion. Let's talk about joining the Legion for a minute because somehow there's a still a question that is asked numerous times a day in my Q&A. And I know that Josh, the colonel, he clears the inbox every day. Every day. So a lot of you guys are saying that you're not getting responses. So here's what my first thing when people say that they have not gotten responses, you probably have a private profile on Instagram. We've been trying to make you understand that that is basically your main requirement. Like if you don't have a private profile, we can't do anything with you. So if you're going to, to join the Legion or attempt to join the Legion, first thing you gotta do, make sure that you have a public profile. Second, please look through your email the right way and your spam folder the right way because I've found that many of you have not looked in there and there is sometimes stuff in there. We utilize a like mail service called MailChimp. And mm -hmm. so maybe somehow in your email settings, you might be blocking out like third party uh, messages or maybe because it's from sponsor at blackstonelabs.com but that's not where it's actually sent from it has some type of hiccup in your mail that's happened to numerous people uh, sometimes when we send credits even to people that have gotten them in the past they for whatever reason when we put their email into MailChimp it just does not let the mail it just doesn't let it go through so it won't even appear in their spam okay. so if something like that ever happens uh, if you, you know, missed a credit or something like that, you know, always feel free to email sponsor at blackstonelabs.com. So in the same, same sense, if you've ever put in, put in an application and you're sure that your profile is on public and you're sure that you spelt everything correctly, because that is something that happens a lot. People think they put in everything correctly because it's a page that goes from one to the next and it's not a form you can review after everything you put in. It's sometimes you know you hit the wrong key if you do it on a phone also try to do it from a computer sometimes putting in your images through the phone does not complete the application for whatever reason depending on the mobile platform that you're using something happens where at the very end where you put in the photos if you're using like a certain version of i don't know if it's firefox or whatever but they it won't actually complete the application or the photos don't come through so we can't download it and that means that we can't make you a welcome image so all these things are Pretty easy to avoid if you just follow the instructions. And if you have 100% followed the instructions and you haven't gotten a response, feel free to send an email over to sponsor at blackstonelabs.com. An email just went out last night, actually, to round up anybody that might be in this group. But again, because it was sent with MailChimp, it may not reach everybody due to those mail settings. So we're doing what we can to make sure that everybody gets responded to. And, you know, we don't uh, really have very many people that we don't want in the legion but like if you apply and you only have one photo on your instagram like that doesn't seem like a real profile to me yeah. so that's that's not going to happen uh, and like small like things like that will will probably get you denied but um and like repping a certain other brands um <laughs> 
And uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know if that was like basically covered it or if there was something else you wanted to say. I didn't mean to cut you off. Just start in the Legion. If you're going to get our attention, start in the Legion. There's a lot of people that want to work for Blackstone Labs. And yeah, I'll look at your resumes, but start in the Legion first. Depending on what you want to do, if you want to work for us just for the sake of saying that you work with Blackstone Labs, well, that's your easiest foot in the door from there. I like the way you said, I'll look at your resumes was like... I, nobody looked at my fucking resume. <laughs> the kid that looked at my resume was like, fuck your resume. Sometimes I get really, really, really impressive resumes, but I don't necessarily know what you guys want to do. You know? Like sometimes people give me resumes that are so unrelated to anything that we're doing. You have a degree in aeronautics. <laughs> this is interesting. You, can you sound extremely overqualified. The Blackstone Labs jet. <laughs> um, but that, that's, that's your easiest way to start with Blackstone Labs is through the Legion. Absolutely. All right. So that was just the uh, the one that we started out on. So we're going to go to the bottom of the list and say, "Hey, I am 20 years old. I've been lifting for five years hard, 100% natty and skinny. If I do a cycle of recomp, will I lose it all when I come off? Thanks. Love the movement." Well, you're not going to lose it all when you come off, but you're not going to get the same results nor should you just keep all of it because unfortunately supplements don't work that way it'd be awesome if you could just buy a bottle of something get the gains that you want and then that'd be it um well it wouldn't be awesome for us because i don't think, I don't think we could way. we could sustain a business that way steroids don't even work that way you can't just do a cycle of steroids and then when you're done stop and, and that's it. you've got to continue doing all the other things involved and if you continue to do the right things like eat the right way train the right way you'll keep a lot of it uh, so you're not going to lose it all, but you're not going to, you can't expect to gain the same way or maintain all of that. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we'll go through with it. it says, hello, out of curiosity, does your company use outside freelance writers to help with marketing material? I'm a freelance writer specializing in health. I have a master's degree and plenty of experience writing for major companies and publications. I was just browsing through your site and I thought your communication layout might be a good fit. Do you think using an outside source or freelancer would ever be a consideration at any moment in time? Thanks. We have done that before. You know, oftentimes it doesn't really pan out to be what we hope that it would be. Sometimes we'll get a really great piece that we use. Um, you know, we've had people write uh, like a recipe, you know, for us before we, we, I guess I would just say, if you're interested in doing that, email me, pgfblackstonelabs.com. And um, if you have something interesting enough to write about for us, we could potentially pay you for it. And um, I don't know that anybody has come to us yet that had so much content or ideas for content that we thought, all right, we're going to pay this guy to write for us all the time. But I'm not opposed to it. All right, next one says, hey, PJ, I recently had my testosterone checked at my doctor and the results came back with my testosterone only being around 300. My doctor prescribed me a topical andro gel. Mm -hmm. I was curious on your opinion about these gels. I was hoping she would prescribe me some injectable testosterone, but I don't think she's going to do that. I'm also contemplating about just buying some PEDs online. I'm looking to lean out and gain some more muscle. Do you have any sites or companies you recommend buying from? Thank you for any information you might have. Well, a lot of the doctors that are a little scared of providing injections do actually write scripts for the androgel. I've seen some people go up on the androgel. Um, I've actually seen an interesting thing happens with guys passing hormone onto the girls through androgel, which is kind of funny. Um, 
you may get a little bit of a boost after it. So what's going to happen, this is like the, the sequence of events, is that you're going to get on the androgel and then they're going to test you again. And they're going to see where your blood work is. If it goes up a lot, well, hey, the gel is working for you and might as well stick with it. If it doesn't go up at all, then they'll start looking into what's the next step. I think that a lot of times the final step is to just put you on injections. Some doctors just skip that whole process because I think that they're a little bit more forward thinking. Um, I can definitely put you into the direction of doctors that will do that part for you. And a lot of people think like, oh man, is he going to give us something secret or something like that? No, I'm not. There's doctors that will do this over the phone. It's completely legal. Um, it's called telemedicine. And, um, if your doctor isn't going to go that route with you, then I would suggest doing that. I, I would not suggest going online and buying performance enhancing drugs from a website because sure you can get real stuff that way, but for starters, it's illegal. So you're, you're going to have a, a history now in your browser or whatever else that you're doing of illegal activity. You're going on the list, boy. <laughs> yes. You're going on that government list. Uh, and also, you know, you don't really know what you're getting when you do that. So, all right, this next one, I'm actually just uh, looking up his Instagram really quick to see if I remember him because he, he says he sent us something and he wants to know if we got it. So I was curious to see. What did he send? Who it was. He said he sent us some CBD. What kind of CBD? I don't know. I got a patch. Um, that was from uh, Brittany, right? CBD know. patch. Next one says, hey, PJ and Josh, <clears throat> longtime listener and fan. I've been buying your stuff for many years. I really appreciate all the awesome guidance that you guys give out. I especially love the business topics that you cover. Now, the dreaded cycle questions, LOL. <laughs> Sorry, Lord Braun, but I need some daddy time and guidance. It's all good. Ask away. I only trust you guys. <laughs> I've done a cycle of just testimony around 600 a week for 10 to 12 weeks, added in chosen and had great results. I've been off since November. PCT was fine. Just some Clomid at 150 per day, tapered down to 50 per day over two months. Wow. I'm, plan I'm planning to jump back on this jump back on this week, so I got my blood work. Test is a bit low, but it's the estrogen that concerns me. I had been using low doses of Nova while on cycle, and it seemed to keep the itchy nips away. <laughs> I hadn't had any gyno, but sex drive is slightly lower lately. Anyways, I heard you talking about this with Dr. Tony Huge. You mentioned that... Doctors try to keep people away from Nova, but I was under the impression that you recommended it while on cycle. Obviously, my E-levels are a bit high, but I have some Nova and Eczemistane on hand. With my normal E-levels being in the high range without the juice, what is your recommendation while I'm on for the next few months? I'm 31, 6 foot 2, 250 pounds. Blood work is below. Thanks, dude. You guys are awesome. And here's his blood work. Um, it's not that I'm necessarily against Novadex. Let me look at his estrogen real quick. Uh, it's not that bad. So free testosterone is 11.1. That's not very good. Um, and your estradiol is 35.3. That's not that bad. You're actually at what would be considered a great number. So if that's where your estrogen is now, you're lucky. That's good. That's a very good number to be at. If it creeps up higher than that when you're on, then ideally I think that you would want to use Arimidex, a low dose of Arimidex. Now, if you don't have Arimidex and you want to just use the... Exemistane is a stronger one, so I would only worry about that if you're creeping up really, really high. If you want to use some Nolvidex while you're on, you can use it for sure, and it'll help you if you're worried about the gyno aspect of it for sure. I just think to optimize your, home, your hormones, you're better off with Anastrozole, which is Arimidex. But looking at your blood work, this is him off? 
Uh, that's not bad. Those, I think this is, that's what he's saying is he was because uh, those numbers aren't bad. I'm planning to jump back on this week, so I got my blood work. So this should be him while he's off. Yeah, you, if, if that's you off, then you're good. Those are good numbers. Your test is not that low. Um, 483 after doing a cycle and, and then tanking yourself is not bad at all. Um, and your estrogen is in, a, is in a healthy range. So your estrogen is 35.3. So depending on what test you look at, 40 to 45 is going to be the high end of uh, the high end of safe. And so to me, you want to be around that 40 number. So you're 35. You're very, very good. Um, yeah, you may convert a little bit more when you're on. Um, but I, I don't think you need to, to worry about that or overthink it. If you feel like you're getting, you know, itchiness or sensitivity in your nipple, in your nipples, then jump on it for sure. If anything, you may just be great using arimistane, which is a little bit more mild. And you will, you want to have some of that estrogen present in your system because you're not going to make the gains that you want without a little bit of estrogen. You're going to feel better when you're on it. If you try to tank your estrogen, people think that estrogen is so bad. They're like, I want my estrogen to be zero, but you'll feel like shit if you try to tank out your estrogen like that. So you do want to have some there. I think these are great numbers for somebody that did a cycle and is off now. You have to have some estrogen. You have it's just to. like women have to have some testosterone. You have to. There are doctors that will prescribe women testosterone cream when they have very, very low testosterone and it bounces them out. It makes them feel better. makes them lose weight. All right. Next one says, hey, PJ, what's going on? Hope all is well with you and all that is Blackstone. I have a question and inquiring your feedback about pro-hormones and SARMs. What is your opinion on running Chosen One and Abnormal with, say, MK677 or LGD? Would you advise for or against it? Why or why not? I know most people will say that you might as well use steroids, but I want the opinion from someone with knowledge and not bro science. Thank you for your input and loving Chosen One and Abnormal. Michael Villarreal. Well, I, I am never somebody that tells you to not do testosterone. I think that testosterone is great. Obviously, the age is a big factor in that. The older you get, the more that you need it. Uh, but if you haven't gone that route yet and you like the results that you get from the DHEA-based pro-hormones, then absolutely you'll get good results with the pro-hormones. The thing with the pro-hormones is once you use them, you're going to suppress your own testosterone. So afterwards is when you start getting into these down periods. Now, to, to stack a SARM with the DHEA-based pro-hormones is totally fine, and they'll have a nice synergy together. So any of the combination that he just listed would be totally fine together. All right, next one says, hey, PJ, I just wanted to give thanks first for everything you provide, knowledge, subs, legion, and opportunities. Anyways, this is my second year doing the Beat PJ contest. Last year, gave up, wasn't confident in myself. I've always been a bigger athletic look, but end of last year, I had a lot going on and got uncomfortable with my weight, so I entered again. I'm 6'3 and entered weighing just under 250, about 30 pounds heavier than normal and 40 pounds more than I played college football two years ago like i said busy end of last year i live in panama city beach and the area got hit bad from hurricane michael i own a landscaping company and was stressed out to the max barely able to lift binge eating when i got home after work and worked for almost three months without a day off but unharmed and relocated so questions i had were i'm currently 221 as of yesterday and on keto so weight bounces around but curious on how i should cut things out for the last week I know I want to keep sodium and electrolytes high, but I hold a lot of water. Should I slowly drop it a little? Also, I just got some evaporate for my size at around 220-ish. 
when should I start and how many days out? I plan on sipping water with my carb up, but coming off keto, I always get bloated. What do you recommend I should do or eat? I've never done a competition, so all my knowledge comes from what I can read or watch online. So I would appreciate all your help. It was really nice to meet you in Columbus at the Arnold. I also attached a before and photo I took last week to give you an idea of who I am. Thanks again, Gary Brodock. It's too bad that we're getting to this question now because we're going to have less time. So by the time this podcast is up, looks good. Uh, but by the time this podcast is up, he'll only have a day or so to try to maximize what he can get out of this. So with the limited amount of time, he looks good there. So what I would say to do for the, the limited amount of time, he did change a lot, is I would pull the fats completely, especially if you went this route with, with keto. So you're going to be doing just protein and vegetables. So you should be eating six meals, um, no fats, no carbs, and slam water. Um, so if this podcast gets up by Saturday, you'll have a day and a half or so to do this. So I would try to give yourself at least a 50% increase in water intake. So if you're drinking a gallon now, you're going to go to a gallon and a half. If you're drinking, you know, a gallon and a half, you know, try to push it to, to two. So, um, you know, if you're only drinking a half a gallon, try to go up to full gallon. Just, just try to see a 50% increase because that's just going to make you flush more. Not having those fats is going to flatten you out a little bit, but you will drop some more weight and you'll look a little bit, a little bit tighter. Plus with the limited amount of time, you'll still be able to pump up the right way where the pictures will look good. Um, because you have the option to take multiple pictures. What I would suggest is doing pictures first thing in the morning before you have any water, uh, you know, pump up a little bit take those photos then then you may want to eat put a little bit of carbs in i would do a couple meals where you're eating a small amount of carbohydrates we'll say 50 grams pick something like white rice or cream of rice something that you can digest easily and take a little bit of water in with it and then pump up a little bit more see if that extra fullness makes you look a little bit tighter and then submit which pictures are the best with the evaporate certain people it works really fast and certain people need a few days so i'll just do the recommended dose which is three pills twice a day and get a couple days in with it with the increased water. If you have some vitamin C laying around, I would say to also get yourself to about 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Just take a gram of vitamin C with every meal that you eat that day because that will help you flush water as well. And then when you do those final pictures, do them without water because as you start drinking the water, you know, you're going to fill up a little bit more and you'll have a drier appearance that way. Now, if you had more time, I would say to probably go more days of just the protein and veggies. You shouldn't be holding that much if you were doing keto anyway, but it's just a way to kind of squeeze a little bit more out. Definitely don't screw around with your sodium. I wouldn't say to load sodium. I wouldn't say to pull it out all the way either. Sometimes you can pull sodium out and you'll lose some extra water weight from that, but it oftentimes flattens your muscles out so much that you wind up looking a little bit softer. So that's why I would save the limited amount of time not to do that, but his pictures, he did a really good job, so... I forgot to uh, mention at the bottom of that one. Uh, did you guys send, get the CBD I sent you and Josh? It was uh, Instagram name bottom shelf underscore duh. I don't think so. Unless it's sitting at the office perhaps and yeah, we haven't gotten that. Sometimes you guys send us stuff and um, – if shipping doesn't know that it's definitely coming or what they're supposed to do with it, it can often sit in a pile for a little while before we actually get to it. I, apparently, I got, I got one text message from one person at the office, and he told me if I didn't hurry, hurry up, it was going to disappear. Uh, and it was a package sent to me from uh, OG Fit. So if you, if you see this and I don't end up getting what you sent, just know. 
that's how that's how they do this. Yeah, they, they just they just right just bomb. Yep, like savages. It just it comes in and it's almost like a baby bird vultures out of a They're nest vultures. by a vulture. Yeah, <laughs> baby bird. Bomb. No defense. Just ah, eat it up. Just what did OG Fitz end? Uh, treats like last. Oh, time. treats. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, they were delicious. So, um, he's delicious. He, dude, what a guy. Yep. What a guy. Um, much appreciated, OG Fit. Uh, so, next one says. Hi, PJ. I'm starting my prep for my show on August 24th, and I was wondering what supplements you recommend that I take during this process. I complete in the I compete in the physique division and currently weigh 165 pounds. My goal is to get my pro card this year. Thank you for your time. Did he say his height or no? No. Obviously, 165 at 5'4 is a lot different look than 165 at 5'10. <laughs> yeah, so you could be fairly muscular or you could be really thin based on how tall you are. Uh, and it's not so easy to answer that question without knowing, but let's just say I'm going to take a wild guess that you're on the thinner side and you're trying to bulk up a little bit more. Uh, my advice to you is any of the pro hormones, whether it's Methaquad, whether it's Brutal Force, whether it's Chosen One, put some size on. If that's the case. Yeah, you're probably, I'm if a... you're 5'2". Yeah, then you're probably pretty big. <laughs> then you're probably pretty big. Uh, um, you may need some Trojan. And you won't do bad, though. You won't do bad with the pro hormones regardless. If, if no. Putting on size is the name of the game. There's nothing that's going to be as strong as the pro hormones. We've got a lot of different questions on which pro hormones are the best. Me and Sammy will argue about this one pretty consistently. I just have to base it on science and say that although Chosen One looks the best on paper, I just don't feel that is the optimal way to go unless you're already on testosterone. People are so scared of Brutal Force. Synergistically, they work awesome together, which is why I like Methaquad so much because you even have the Arimistane in there in case you're worried about anything. And I will say that I've only done each of those products one time. And I actually got good results every time, but I'm also on testosterone, so that kind of changes things a little bit. If you do chosen one by itself, you will get good results, but you will not get the results that you want as far as putting true size on without that test base. And the brutal force can be used as the test base. So that's your test base right there. So if you don't want to buy multiple products, then I'm telling you Methaquad is the superior product. Sammy, if you ask him, he's going to tell you chosen one every time. Well, there you have it. Have you formed an opinion in your mind on which one is the best one? I personally, um, so for me, I've noticed that I really can't find anything that I like as much as Methaquad. Like, Methaquad's my favorite because I've never taken something that was legal, over-the-counter, before the gym and felt that way. Ever, never, nothing, ever. I mean, like, granted, I take more than what it says to yeah. take on the bottle, but, like, at the same time, the fact that you have the ability to do that, the fact that you could go out to a store and buy a supplement that is legal over the counter and take one more than they tell you to take on the bottle or something, like, that's just what I usually mm -hmm. do for myself. My personal, you know, I always push, you know, what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. It, it didn't matter whether I was taking Blackstone or whether it was all the hundreds of other brands I used in the past. When I first started taking supplements, I was like, well... I could probably get it faster if I just took one more than what they tell me. <laughs> so the fact that that is possible blew my mind when I first tried it. And it's just like, to me, you don't get that effect with anything else. You don't get that effect with Chosen One. You don't get the effect with Brutal Force. You don't get that effect with Abnormal. Nothing immediately makes you feel like, oh, shit, this works. Like Methaquad does. Methaquad is like, 
that androsterone, I don't know if it's like in my head or if it's something to do with like, you know, the, the literal way that, that the science of that chemical works. But if I take three or four of those things and go to the gym, I am significantly happier than if I were to have not taken it. Mm -hmm. Like it's just noticeable is not even the word. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm always on HRT testosterone. So things are going to work a little bit differently for me. And I got fine results on, on all of them. It's just that being said, when people t told me about anything negative they got from chosen one, which typically wasn't that they didn't get good results. A lot of them just said they lost sex drive. It's because you don't have a test base there. That's why that happens. So with the Metaquad, you have the test base there because the four Andro, it's basically going to mimic the testosterone if, if it's not there. If you're on HRT and you want to just take one, you'll do great with chosen one for sure. And most of you are not going to get gyno from Brutal Force. It's just the ability is there be, it because it does aromatize, so it can happen. That's why we say that. Um, so it, when you're that worried, you can just do the Methoquad and you're good to go. Yeah, and that's another reason why I, like, I don't have to worry about it, but a lot of friends of mine that like you know do like to take stuff that's like more hardcore, like the chosen one of the Brutal Force, but they have to then make sure they buy their Eradicate along with it. I'm like, yo, if you just take fucking Methoquad, it's in there. Mm -hmm. It's already in there. So very, very good. Well-balanced. Go. Yeah, it's great. All right, next one says, hey, PJ, I'm a loyal fan of yours since the Iron Empire days. I follow you for, for years, and I consider you a true business maverick, so here's my question. Let's say someone wants to be an entrepreneur. What first steps do you have to follow in order to generate the appropriate business idea? Second, to secure funding. And third, to construct and implement your business plan. Regards, John. Well, this may not be the answer that you want to hear, but a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs now. It's it's all, it's all it's, There have always been entrepreneurs present since the first business in, in, in the first days of man. There were people that will fit into the category of entrepreneurs, right? These are guys that had an idea and they made it happen, basically. That's what an entrepreneur is. So, you know, you can't go to college and major in entrepreneurship. At least I don't think you can, unless they started that now with how I'm they sure have everything in, in, in the world. There's a lot of cheesy websites that are based around being an entrepreneur and, and whatnot. Here's what it comes down to. You've got to have an original idea. So if you're trying to be an entrepreneur for the sake of just being an entrepreneur, I don't know. I think that you're going to fail right out the gate from that. You've got to have an original idea that you really, really believe in. When you have an idea that you believe in, typically you're good at getting other people to believe in it as well. And th this is very important because there's going to be a lot that you can't do on your own. However, if you don't have all of your mind into this, you're going to have so many things coming your way that are going to take you away from, from getting to your goal. So let's just say that your vision is for some sort of, let's say you're going to design this new workout routine that everybody's going to follow and get great results from. You've got to put your own research into it. You've got to apply it to yourself, apply it to everybody else around you. And you've got to do whatever it takes to get that message out, whether it be pushing it out on social media, going to the gym and teaching people in the gym, you've got to be all in on your idea. Now, when you're all in on an idea, it becomes infectious with people around you. You're like, man, this guy really believes in this idea. Maybe I should listen to him. Maybe I, I should try. With Blackstone Labs, I really believed in the first products that we were putting out. I knew that they were strong. I wanted everybody to try them. They got good results. And I just said, listen, you want to help me out? Just tell everybody else about how good these results were because now you're getting free word of mouth marketing. A lot of people will say like word of mouth is basically like a cheap guy's way to, to market. Like, oh, you're getting it for free because people are telling other people. But that's a great way to get your, your message across inexpensively. So for me, 
people are going to call me an entrepreneur, right? They're going to say, this guy is an entrepreneur. Look at what he did. But I've done numerous things successfully because I believed in them each time. And I put everything that I had into these, into these projects. When I wanted to be a online coach, I knew that I could help people get the results they wanted if they listened to me. So I spread the word on why they should listen to me and what I was going to do to get them there. And they would listen to me and I would tell them what to do. And I would follow through with it. Follow through is very, very important. And it would happen. Now, the level that you can grow to or what, what you're going to achieve, oftentimes there is luck involved for sure, but it oftentimes comes down to how much are you going to put in? You're going to get out of it what you put in. So if you eat, breathe, sleep, drink your idea, it becomes everything about who you are and you're dedicating much of your life work to spreading this message. So I believe everything there is to believe in when it comes from a, a point of success about Blackstone Labs. I believe that our products are good. I believe that our marketing is awesome. I believe that we have outstanding employees in each position. And could it fail? Yes, anything can fail, but we're all in. We're all in on making it succeed. So there is no downtime where we're waiting to see if things happen. We just keep trying to spread the message and get out there more and more. So we don't have time to sit and harp on the things that are failing because we're still putting out new things new ideas, uh, whether it be new products, new, new commercials, new uh, ways to market and spread the word out there that keep everything moving. So if you get to a point where you have downtime and you're doing nothing, you're not going to grow anymore. You, you, don't, you don't get to have a break when you're trying to be an, an entrepreneur. You know? And I, 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 sometimes I say that I'm an entrepreneur, but sometimes I think it's silly because I just know that I'm going to try really, really hard at whatever I believe in, and I'm gonna convince the people around me that they should be doing it as well, because we will all succeed together. For a while, I was on my own, but I wasn't gonna let anything get in my way. And as a beginner, you're gonna be on your own in the beginning, but you've gotta make sure that you don't give up and keep applying these things. And as they come, you build on your successes and you step away from your failures. So I can promise you things will not work. And certain things will work a little bit, some things will work a lot, and maybe one thing will work out great and use that to build towards the next step, but it's a, it's a constant work in progress. All right. Next one says, this is Chris. The thing I want to say is Corey is awesome. Helps me out a lot. Hell yeah, Corey. The second thing I want to say is, Josh, I just finished listening to the podcast and I think that you are a much better choice. The last guy sounded like kind of a robot. Oh. <laughs> you, you bring pizzazz and you kill it now. Questions. Do PJ first. Can you bring. PJ first. Can you build big legs without squats? My left knee is getting to the point where I can't handle it no more. Leg presses, I do fine, and hamstring curls and leg extensions, I do fine. Lunges, lunges, I do all right. Squats, I can't handle. My knee hurts really bad every time. Second question is, are you going to have male tank tops? Would really like to rep the Blackstone Labs, but I can't wear t-shirts because it feels like they choke <laughs> me. Again, as always, thanks for everything and all the information. So this was sent on April 4th. I think since then we've had tank tops come in, right? Yes, we have had the stringers in. And the G-Unit tank tops will be out here soon as well if you want a, a tighter one. Um, shout out to Chris Heron. He's doing a great job in customer service. I'm sorry that you didn't like him in the beginning. He didn't stay too long as host of the show. We only got two episodes, I think. 
<laughs> it was like two episodes, and he's bringing him back just to bash him a little bit. It was like two or three, and then Poor like guy. I just love that he just started watching the podcast, and he's like, "Yo." <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you, bro. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, good news is Chris Heron, I don't think listens to any of these, so he, nah, won't, he, he doesn't give a fuck. He won't, us. he won't uh, care about that. So, um, you don't have to squat. No, if something is hurting you, then just don't do it. If something's hurting you and you're doing it for the sake of doing it, because somebody else that has big legs said that you need to squat. The squat is probably, if you had to pick one exercise that does the most, the squat is probably the king. It just does a lot. It, it works. Your entire lower body, it works your erectors, it works... That's know, why I hate it. Your thoracic lumbar, it works your core. It works a lot. But if in trying to do this, this exercise hurts you, you're going to be more focused on not getting hurt or the pain that you're in and not really on the actual movement and what you're getting out of the movement. So train really, really hard on the stuff that isn't hurting you and you'll build your legs just fine that way. Next one says, good morning, PJ and Josh. First, thanks for the kick-ass products and info as always. Was wondering what tips or tricks you can share before taking the final photos for the Beat PJ contest. The last week is here. I've been primarily keto-based, leaning out and putting on dry gains, eating a high-carb meal every 10 to 14 days. I'm lean, but I want to come in looking my best. Currently taking Halo Elite, Recomp, Super Straw, Mayo, Eradicate, Arson, all while staying on my HRT program. I have some evaporate on hand. How should I use this? What about water and salt intake to remove the water between the skin and the muscle? Always interested in the science behind all of this. Super pumped at what I've been achieving. Excited to keep pounding the weights and watching the changes. Legion loyal, Rick. Well, don't, don't stop any of the supplements at this point. You're not taking anything that should be holding any water weight on you. Although there is a little bit of a debate on whether or not Recomp holds water or not. I think we've all come to agree that the water that you're holding is very, very much intramuscular. So it's filling you out, keeping you nice and round and full. And by removing that, it's possible that you could look a little drier, but it's also possible that you could look softer because you're gonna flatten out. So my advice would be to please leave the recomp in. However, I'd like to see if you stay clean with your diet for another week or so off of it when this is done, if you feel like you looked drier or tighter, I should say, without it. I'm curious myself. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence on that one because when I pulled it out, I lost a lot of water and I was pleased to see the, the weight go down, but I also thought that I looked smaller and much softer. I've had a lot of people say that they feel that they look tighter on it. So I think this is something that's a little bit individual specific. The other stuff that you're doing isn't holding on any water. If anything, it's just keeping you tight, so, so stay with it. We're, we're pressed for time now because by the time this gets out, you're not gonna have much time to apply much of what I say. So I'm gonna tell you this. Stay low on your plan. If you're going keto, tough it out for a couple more days where you pull the fats out too. Just eat the protein and greens because you will drop more from doing that. Keep your water intake really high. Increase it if you can uh, by 50%. That will also help you flush out more. Get the evaporate going right away. Just start taking it twice a day. Follow the dosage, which is three pills. Do that twice a day. Spread it out. Do like a morning and, you know, let's say mid-afternoon one. And... When you do your final photos, try to do your final photos without having any water in your body. Uh, you're not going to have to worry about carving up because you've been on keto this whole time and you're really just trying to pull yourself down as much as possible. Now, if you had more time, what you could try doing is deplete yourself pretty low. So you're going low for a while. You know, you pulled the fats out and then you do what would be considered a very, very slow carb up where you're just adding about 25 to 50 grams of carbs in at each of your meals filling up with all that water so the carbs are going to hopefully glycogen load you the right way if you have glycolog i would absolutely take that 
with those carb meals so you can suck those carbs up a little bit better and take your photos like that after you have a pump. You're almost always going to look better with a pump. So what I'm going to do in my final uh, check-in for you guys, just because I want you guys to see the differences, I'm going to do my final weigh-in and check in with no pump at all. I'm just going to take my clothes off, get on scale, show you what I look like. And then I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to pump up a little bit and have you guys see what I look like with a pump so you can see the difference. A lot of you are probably going to say that I look better with the pump because, you know, the veins are going to come out a little bit. You're going to be full. So you're going to appear a little bit tighter, but you are often going to look the most sucked down in the morning before you have anything else going on. So that's why I'm going to show you guys two completely different looks and you can base it from there on what you think for the future. Because of the timing of this podcast, you're not gonna have a lot of time to do much, so I would just say just keep sucking it down into your last pictures. And I would take the time after that to experiment with other things. Once you're in the shape that you've gotten yourself into for this, guys, try some different looks. And then you'll know for the next time around, or if you wanna do this again, maybe it's just for a day at the beach that you wanna, you wanna look the best. You can apply these things yourself. What's the matter? This next question is fucking great. Okay, here we go. So the title is? Oh, it has a title? All About Balls. All About Balls. Let's do it. Hello, PJ. Sup, Josh. Sup, bro. <laughs> Today, I wanted to ask PJ how many balls he has. Also, I have when, two balls. when did he start being interested in balls? I, too, have a love for balls, and I was overjoyed when I saw your videos and pictures showing your balls off. Also, what's your favorite morphine? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I love this. Dude. Where's this guy going with the balls? <laughs> also, what's talking your... about snakes, not my actual sack of balls. What is your favorite morph of ball python? Mm. Do you plan on breeding or is it just a hobby or passion? When did you begin getting into reptiles? Thanks, Derek. IG Cheesehead22. Hilarious. Uh, Hilarious. So we love balls. There's a lot of people I've found in the, in the bodybuilding industry that love balls now. And it's cool because we're like a little separate community that we get to speak to each other on our passion for balls. Ball-loving meatheads. And there are so many cool morphs that it's very hard for me to pick what, what, what I would say is my favorite one. But I, I can tell you from before I even bought a snake, before I bought any snake in the world, I thought that albinos were really, really cool. I just see these bright yellow creatures and I'm like, wow, those are pretty. Those are really neat. I believe that the first one that ever really caught my eye was around Britney Spears' neck, actually. And that might have been a, you know, I don't even remember when she did that video, how long ago it was. It was some sort of albino. And I don't think that it was a ball python. It might have been a Burmese. It may have even been a... <laughs> Shit, it might have even been a bow. and not even been a ball at all. I just remember it when it was albino. So I've always been drawn to anything albino related. I think pides are very, very cool. And there's so many different morphs that come, you know, in different colors and variations with the pied. Um, here's a funny one. I've always been really into clowns, but I have no clowns. Uh, so the reason I have no clowns is each time that I've been in the market for a clown, there were so many just awesome looking ones that I didn't know I'm very indecisive sometimes in life. So it's like, if you were going to buy sneakers and there were three pairs that were freaking awesome, but they were all so different. Are you gonna get all three? You know, what if you don't have the money for all three? And then you just pick one. Are you gonna be like, damn, I wish I bought that other one. Or are you gonna do it in stages? What's happened with me is I've been in the position to have it narrowed down to like three or four. And then been like, should I just buy all these right now? <laughs> 
And then I've psyched myself out and wound up getting something completely different. Collect all these balls. Um, So there's a lot of really cool clowns, killer clowns that I like. I like anything that's got the Enchi gene to it. Ah, man, it's really, really tough to say what my favorite one. I'll tell you what I love, though. I'll tell you what I really like a lot is anything that is iridescent. My eye goes to those snakes all the time. Um, the price point is not too bad on those either. Of course, there there are other other types. Um, what about the like nude balls? The nude balls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like your blue eyed Lucy's. Those are basically nude. Um, I do like. See, I like the GHI morphs a lot. I have so I have GHI Mojaves. I remember that name. I have four different GHI snakes. Got a GHI Mojave, a a vanilla. Um, That's tough. We could probably. I I haven't really seen a ball that was the end all be all best snake. There's a lot of beautiful snakes. Balls. Yeah. There are a lot of seen the best balls. There are a lot of good looking balls out there. Good balls. Go, go to JHB Reptiles and tell me what your favorite. Go to his page and tell me what your favorite ball is. Tell you what. Go to JHB Reptiles and iridescent balls. tag me and tag him together and say, Josh, tell PG to buy this snake. And that's, that's what will be my next snake. How about that? Whichever snake gets the most you go, Yeah, go, go to JHB Reptiles. If you listen to this, go to JHB Reptiles. Find your favorite one. Tag me in it and say, Josh, tell PG to buy the snake. He asked us to do this, and that will be my next one. And then we'll talk about it on the podcast. But so only Cheesehead, or is everybody going to go and vote on their No, favorite? everybody that listens to this can go can and go vote. Can go and vote on their yep. favorite. All right, so whichever snake on uh, Josh's reptile page mm-hmm. uh, that gets the most votes of PJ by this snake, PJ will get that snake next. So go and place your votes now. Not Don't wait. Just do it now while you're watching this, because otherwise you're going to forget. We know you're going to go drink yep. a protein shake. You're going to forget. Just do it now. Now. And then we'll talk about it. We'll take pictures of it. Yeah. It, How about that? Iridescent balls. All right. Next one. He does not have any iridescent balls, by the way. Oh, damn. That ruins they it. are very cool, though. There's a guy up in um, Massachusetts. He has New England. Uh, New, I think it's New, New England balls. It might be New England reptiles. I think it's New England balls, actually. Actually. All right. So then we can probably crush these. Okay. Speed round. All right. Well, this one's not so speedy. Okay. Not so speedy. And then speed round. Yeah. All right, next one says, hi, PJ. Quick background. I used to be 532 pounds. And Whoa. And now I'm 220. How about that? Lost half of himself. More With than half of himself. a good amount of excessive skin. Happens. I've been taking the typical subs, HMB, fenugreek, extract, diaspartic acid, and so on for the last three years. Very but basic. I haven't moved much in building muscle mass. I have been catching up on listening to the podcast and about to start number 16. Three weeks ago, I purchased Paraburn and Glycolog and have been taking both every day with intermittent fasting and dropped eight pounds of shit weight in the first two days and have been steady since. Awesome. A week ago, I started to add in Chosen One and Superstrawl 7 and that has been going good. My day currently looks like this. I get up at 4.20, take the fenugreek supplement, then get dressed. He gets up at 4.20? That's what it says. How about that? I get up at 4.20. Do you burn one as soon as you wake up? I've really fucking hope probably so. probably not though because you would probably have to get up at like 410 like <laughs> maybe he has it all packed and ready to go maybe every night maybe just, just wake up right there dun, dun, dun. wake and bake kill it all right <laughs> so i get up at 420 take the fenugreek supplement <laughs> then i get dressed and take a paraburn around 450 i put on 
a 40 pound walking vest and take the dog for a two and a half mile walk. We get home. I quickly change, take the chosen one and super stroll and Arimbastain tablet around 5:40. leave the gym, get in a 90 minute workout, taking HMB pre and post workout, get back home around nine, make a high protein 11, 113 gram with 30 grams of carbs and 24 grams of fat smoothie. Mm-hmm. I take, a. Uh, a digestive enzyme product, a probiotic with the meal. Around 10.40, I eat 88 grams of carbs in the form of oatmeal and take glycolog with it. Then finally at 1.20, I eat my final meal of the day, 120 grams of carbs, 79 grams of protein in the form of white rice, ground turkey, and take the second dose of glycolog and more uh, digestive enzymes and probiotics. The total is about 240 carbs, 67 fat, and about 210 protein for 2,400 calories. And then around 4 p.m., I take my second tablet of Chosen One, Super Straw, and Revastain. At 5 p.m., I take the second Paraburn. Then finally at 6 p.m., more HMB and Venugreek. Uh, is this a good working split for taking the different supplements? Does fasting hurt the potential gains from Chosen One and Super Straw? Within the week, I'll be adding in Brutal Force to take with the Chosen One and Super Straw and then Growth Before Bed. Do any of these supplements break my fasted state? Finally, will change, exchanging arson with Paraburn in the morning and then taking Paraburn, Paraburn before the two carb meals be better? Thank you for your time, Rob. I don't think that anything that you're doing is going to hinder your gains. So you're going to be putting the muscle on. You still need to, of course, bring more fat off. So I don't know if you need to change anything in that regard. You've made a big step by getting into the pro-hormones. Because of that, I'm going to tell you that there's a way that you can actually save money right now. And it's not going to change the results that you're getting in any way. You don't need to spend your money on the fenugreek or the deaspartic acid or the HMB anymore. You've stepped far beyond that now. And if you want to use those products when you're not using the pro-hormones... By all means, do that because it'll supplement your natural testosterone production, which is going to get suppressed. So you're suppressing your testosterone no matter what by taking those pro-hormones. So to take the fenugreek and the HMB and the deaspartic acid, you're essentially flushing those down the toilet. So save your money on those. And I'm not telling you to go and buy something else by me. You don't need to, but just save your money on those. Put it towards your next supplements for sure. That would be the biggest thing that I say to change about what you're doing. You can absolutely add the arson in the morning. I don't know that you're going to get more fat burning doing it that way you're gonna have more energy earlier with the arson in the morning and you'll have more appetite control with the paraburn at night um but overall you've got a good split you're doing um great things with your with your progress so i don't think you need to worry about changing your lifestyle i would just uh, my biggest advice on that one is just to save your money on those other supplements those those are kind of like shooting a, a bb gun at a cannonball yeah it's just unnecessary for what you're doing now you've stepped far beyond that it's like it's just far overcoming what those could do it's like if you're taking testosterone if you're if you're getting prescribed testosterone from the doctor you can of course add in things like chosen one brutal force and and you'll get a little bit more of a boost from it but you're suppressing your natural testosterone production no matter what and if you're not taking testosterone you're getting on those you've completely suppressed your natural t- production so to take things that are going to boost your natural production it's it's just doesn't make sense doesn't make sense at this point all right next one says hey pj thanks for doing this free advice thing (laughs) i'm starting to get into training hardcore over summer break from school and want a few tips what would you recommend for meal prep wise what is the best way to keep it from getting bland or boring what is the best way to stay motivated for yourself any tips on doing such do you have any underrated foods that will benefit lifters? Stuff that goes under the radar a lot of time to most lifters. Thank you. Yeah, so here's one that's going to be a big, big, big one that nobody wants to eat. 
It's the biggest, and I slack on this big time as well. The most underrated food for anybody bodybuilding is green leafy vegetables. Reason being, you can actually increase your natural testosterone production by eating green leafy vegetables. It sounds like bullshit, but it actually is true, and there's plenty of data behind it. You're also going to make your muscles function a little bit more efficiently by having those sources of iron, calcium, and things like that that people skip out on. A lot of your natural competitors will, will tell you that they're eating lots of green leafy vegetables, and this is very important. A lot of your enhanced or juiced out guys, they don't care because they're putting the hormones in. So <laughs> like, ah, screw it. <laughs> that is the most underrated thing that I see. So I'm not going to tell you some special protein source that's going to make you grow faster. I'm going to tell you the green leafy vegetables are extremely important. This is why when I was first getting into bodybuilding, the mentors that I had were really, really pushing me to have large amounts of green leafy vegetables at each meal, and you can find all that data plenty of it on the internet. Uh, in fact, I've even seen, believe it or not, doctors get men to raise their natural hormone levels by having them eat more green leafy vegetables. It, it does truly have a strong effect. It's not going to take you from 200 points to a thousand on your blood work, but it will, it will help you out a lot. So that's something that I think is underrated that most people don't do. Um, how do you make your foods taste better? Seasonings, man. Just get into all the fancy seasonings. Popcorns, go to Walmart and look at the popcorn section. And there's like six or seven different flavors of yep. popcorn seasoning. You just get all of them. <laughs> just get all of them. There's a buffalo one. Just get all of them. Yeah. And you can make your own. You can find that certain foods are better with certain seasonings. Like mm -hmm. there's a um, garlic and Parmesan. Super fire on chicken. Yeah. And on ground beef, not so great. I mm -hmm. mean, it's not bad, but it just doesn't. There's something about it that doesn't mix so so well. The buffalo is good on pretty much Love everything. Buffalo. The yep. cheddar is good. Uh, there's a white cheddar that's good. They're all good for different uses, mm -hmm. but just get them all, and you can mix them for some stuff. And like honestly, to be totally real, everybody at the office has seen me do this. When I was on prep, I was just at a point the last week or so where I wanted the flavoring so bad, but I couldn't have a meal, so I was just putting the flavoring in my mouth, and it's zero calories, <laughs> so you're good to go there. Yeah, your motivation comes from within. You, it, you're motivated because of whatever your, your personal goals are. If there's things that you can watch online that motivate you, like maybe other bodybuilding training videos and whatnot, and it gets you going, watch them, but you have to be self-motivated towards your own personal goals. That's what's going to keep you going. People ask me all the time, like, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you motivated? I'm motivated from things within, personally, so what's motivating me may not work for you. You've got to figure out what made you get in there in the first place. And if you have that in your mind, you can't lose sight of it. Uh, and then you have all these little things along the way that make it easier, like seasoning your food and doing other things that are going to make the food taste better. But if you get into a good routine, you'll find that when you're making consistent, whether they're slow or not, when you're making consistent progress, that in itself is very motivating. Because you're like, damn, I lost a pound this week. Or, damn, I'm stronger this week. And you just want to keep building from there. And that, let that be your gauge to motivate you. You're not going to be motivated when you're putting seasoning in your mouth to stay alive. So you got to be motivated by yourself. <laughs> you Do we have time for three more or should we cut it here? Okay. All right. Let's see here. All right. I don't think these look too. All right. Next one says, what's up, Josh and PJ? I'm currently on Paraburn, Trojan Horse, Chosen One, and Methaquad, double dosing both of these. I'm 6'2", weigh 205 pounds, and I'm 23. I'm looking to cut on this stack and thinking of adding Osterine. I'm fairly new to SARMs, and so any advice on dosage for Osterine and when to take it? Thanks, guys, for this awesome show and products. Blackstone Labs for life. Justin. So the key to your cut is going to come from your diet. So make sure you have that in place first. If you're going to add an Osterine, 30 milligrams a day, sp spread it out, 10, 10, 10, or 15 and 15. 
and you'll get solid results from that. All right. Next one comes from Chris the motherfucking ox. Oh, Chris the ox. Uh, my Hello, PJ. Hello, Josh. My question this week is number one. PJ, if I have a question that I need an answer to kind of quickly before the next podcast, is there a way that I can get a hold of you and ask you when it comes to running cycles on certain stuff? Second question is if I ran a 12-week cycle of test sipinate, 250 milligrams a week, chosen one, eradicate, recomp, Trojan horse, and Viper X, what would I run for a post-cycle? And would I just run your PCT5 or should I do something else or add more stuff to it? Thank you again. I appreciate all your guys' help. is awesome. And your man, Corey, is awesome too. I forgot to say that I've never done any kind of pro-hormone and never done any kind of testosterone except for All Natural from Walmart. And this is Chris Goodwin or IG Handle, Chris the motherfucking ox. And thank you for letting me join the Legion. I won't let you down. Thank you. Uh, we don't think you'll let us down either. Thank um, you, Chris. Short answer to that is if you're not getting on steroids, you should be fine with PCT5. Uh, and if you want to add Apex Mail to it, you should be good to go. If you are getting into taking steroids, you may want to look out and try to get yourself some Clomid. Not a bad idea. I can give you a very, very, very comprehensive PCT that you know is built around Clomid, HCG, Arimidex. But if you're not getting onto the actual you know steroids, hormones like that, I think you should be fine doing the PCT5 the right way. If you've got access to real Clomid, not a bad idea for a few weeks just to bump 50 milligrams twice a day. That'll give you a nice little boost right away. Uh, some guys will tell me that they do many weeks of Clomid. You're going to feel very tired if you do that. So I don't really feel it's necessary to do it for more than a few weeks. Um, and you don't have to stay off for long periods of time either. And that was actually the last question we had because the, uh, the first question we asked was actually the first at the top of the list. So I thought there we go. had three more, but that was the last one. So we one. got them in. So we got them in, and uh, we really, really appreciate you guys messaging in and leaving us questions. Um, this is, like I say all the time, this is my favorite part of the week. I love it's doing fun. the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. We get to sit here. We get to have cool guests. We get to answer questions. We get to be a little bit silly. Um, you, guys are, you guys are great. We really appreciate it. So don't stop. Let us know who you want us to try to get on here. There might be people that I wouldn't think of that if you guys think will be entertaining, I'll reach out and ask them. I will try to get Jay Cutler on here. I'm not going to give up on that one. So I also appreciate every single person that reaches out to me on my Instagram and tells me how how much they love me as the host yeah. and all, all that stuff. I really appreciate the love, guys. I know I don't get to every DM all the time. Uh, my, my inbox gets stupid flooded from everybody in the Legion tags me in their Legion posts every day. So... Literally, even my family is like, yo, you don't read my messages. I'm like, I have no idea that you're yeah, in my inbox. There's just so many in so there. So I'm sorry. Um, but I really do appreciate everybody that reaches out and tells me how much they love me on the podcast. It makes me feel really good. So thank you guys. Try to get, catch me in my Q&A, and I should be able to answer all your questions in there every day. I won't answer them as thorough as I will here. But if you catch me on the right day, I'm on there for an hour, and I'll go through your questions for you. So Yeah, and sometimes I'm in there and try to answer Legion-related stuff. And uh, you know, like we said in the beginning of this video, if you've tried to join the Legion, haven't gotten a response, feel free to email sponsor at blackstonelabs.com. Like I just said, probably not the best way to contact me is through my DM because, again, it gets totally flooded, and you'll probably be waiting for me to get to your <laughs> inbox. Uh, so like I said, sponsor at blackstonelabs.com. Any questions you have on joining or if you're in the Legion, uh, credit issues, anything like that, code not working, want to change your discount code, change your Instagram name, anything like that. I'm there for you guys 24-7. Sometimes I respond at like 4 in the morning, and it's a little bit annoying, but <laughs> um, it is what it is. So we're going to end this like we always do. Thank you guys for watching. Peace out. Bye.